Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Good, thanks. We're going to talk about something that uh, is very common, probably underdiagnosed um, and certainly under understood by primary care doctors. Uh, I'm talking about irritable bowel syndrome. It's a chronic functional disorder of the GI tract. As listeners will know, it's characterized by chronic abdominal pain and altered bowel habits in the absence of, of any real identifiable organic disease. It's defined as a recurrent abdominal pain on average at least one time per week in the last three months or two or more of the following related to defecation associated with a change in frequency of stool or associated with a change in form or appearance of stool. So, you know, estimates are about 10% of adults uh, and adolescents have symptoms that are broadly consistent with IBS, although not all, in fact, probably most individuals with IBS do not seek uh, any kind of medical care, at least on a regular basis. Key to improvement is the establishment, I think, of a a doctor-patient relationship and continuity of care. There are mild and intermittent symptoms that do not impair quality of life, and those can often be treated with lifestyle and and dietary modification rather than pharmacologic uh, agents. However, in patients with milder or, or moderate symptoms who fail to respond to these lifestyle changes, often we, tan- we turn to pharmacologic therapy. You found a poem. It was published in one of my favorite titled journals, Gut. In, uh, I love saying that, Gut. In uh, 2021, it was, starts on page 12, uh, 14. It attempts to answer the clinical question, what is the best way to manage irritable bowel syndrome? Mark, what did they have that is new that can help us? Yeah, this was a really uh, well-constructed guideline from the British Society of Gastroenterology. And what I especially liked was that it wasn't just GI docs. They had primary care physicians, psychologists, dietitians, as well as gastroenterologists. And they based their recommendations on a series of systematic reviews and and a pretty thorough review of the literature. So they define IBS as six months of abdominal pain or comfort, plus altered bowel habits in the absence of alarm signs or symptoms, the initial evaluation in the primary care setting should include a CBC, C-reactive protein or sed rate, and serology for celiac disease. Uh, for younger patients, fecal calprotectin has been shown to be a good test to rule out inflammatory bowel disease if it's normal. So they recommend that if someone presents at a younger age. Uh, one of the questions is, when do you get colonoscopy? And they say, obviously, follow the usual screening recommendations, but it's only recommended for patients with alarm signs and symptoms, or who are at increased risk for microscopic colitis. And that includes women, people who are over 50, comorbid autoimmune disease, weight loss, diarrhea for less than 12 months, or someone with severe nocturnal or, excuse me, watery diarrhea. They say consider testing for bile acid diarrhea in patients who have nocturnal diarrhea or who've had a cholecystectomy in the past. They recommend against routine testing for pancreatic insufficiency, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, or carbohydrate intolerance if the symptoms appear to be pretty typical for IBS. So in terms of treatment, the first-line treatment is exercise. 
and gradually increasing doses of soluble fiber. Espagula is one uh, they recommend against insoluble fibers like wheat bran. Those are not helpful. Consider probiotics, they say, although they don't recommend a specific species or dose. Uh, they recommend loperamide for diarrheal symptoms, antispasmodics, or peppermint oil for global symptoms of IBS, uh, as well as for abdominal pain and cramping, and polyethylene glycol for constipation. Now, we did have a recent poem that found no benefit to peppermint oil in a large, well-designed trial that probably wasn't available to this group. So put a, an asterisk by peppermint oil. Second-line drugs in the primary care setting might include tricyclics, uh, SSRIs, other drug classes like some of the targeted medications targeted at the 5-HT3 and 4 receptors, they say should be prescribed only after evaluation by a gastroenterologist, which seems reasonable depending on your setting and how easy it is to access a gastroenterologist. So bottom line, this is a high-quality evidence-based guideline, and I think it gives pretty sound advice for the evaluation and uh, treatment of IBS in the primary care setting. I think it was great. I enjoyed reading the guideline myself. Again, I'm always frustrated with what to do, and uh, it seems like whatever I've done hasn't uh, worked uh, remarkably well. Question about uh, probiotics. You know, we've talked occasionally about them on these poem uh, podcasts. It's often the conclusion that they might help, and you know, we often come to the conclusion that we don't really know what dose. And Do, do we have any clarity? Is it better to get from a pharmacy? Can you go to a natural food store? Is there a, a unit measure that we, uh, we should be advising? Yeah, I mean, it's complicated, and there are different species and doses for different conditions that have been studied in many different clinical trials. I think there was a good summary article in American Family Physician. So if you go to www.afp.org slash AFP and then search for probiotics, you can find that article pretty easily. And I think that provides some large tables that have some pretty good guidance about what to suggest as a first line for different conditions. Thanks, Mark. As usual, very helpful. We'll talk uh, again in a week. Sounds good. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 